construction equipment continues to move about Orange Coast College. What's next for the ongoing campus makeover? We will let you know what to expect. One of those recent projects was the Harbor Student Housing it is now at 98% full. But has this made the project profitable? We will look into the numbers to find out. I'm Samantha Griffin. And I'm Liz Hanna, and this is Scuttlebutt from Coast Report, the student voice of Orange Coast College. walked anywhere on the Orange Coast College campus, you've probably heard the sounds of buildings going up and buildings coming down as the campus continues to undergo a major overhaul. So what is next on the list for campus construction? To answer this question, we turn to Coast Report reporter Sydney Field, who, along with multimedia editor Colin Sweeney, has been covering construction on campus. Sydney, welcome. Thank you. So there have been a lot of changes to campus in recent years. Why is all of this happening? Way back in 2012, a property tax measure called Measure M was passed that allowed the Coast Community College District to receive nearly $700 million in funding for a whole host of new buildings, not only at OCC, but also the other district campuses, Golden West and Coastline. At OCC, Measure M has been responsible for the new Student Union, College Center, Mathematics, Business and Computing Center, and our home on campus, the Literature Languages and Social Sciences Building. Wow, that's a lot. What's the most recent project to take place under Measure M? Well, many students likely witnessed the destruction of the old Literature and Languages Building that concluded this past December. Some called the building an eyesore, but others had a very nostalgic relationship with the building, known for its lecture pits and unique architecture. Now that the building is gone, crews are working on the former site to clear it for the next construction project, the new chemistry building. Yes, tell us more about the chemistry building. We understand there have been some challenges. There have already been challenges, and not a single wall has even been erected. The building was originally supposed to be opened in fall 2024, but that was delayed due to multiple events. The first was a materials issue. OCC Vice President of Administrative Services Rich Pagel told Coast Report that the district's steel supplier, Columbia Steel, went out of business so a new source was needed, and that pushed things back. And then there was all the winter rain here in Southern California that simply flooded the footprint for the new building and needed to dry out. The new completion date for the chemistry building is now spring 2025. What other physical changes will we begin to see around campus soon? Lots of destruction. Beginning in just about a month or so, the old pool complex, the old social and behavioral sciences building, and the old journalism building, along with Writer's Row, will start to be demolished. That's expected to wrap up by fall semester 2024. Okay, so get used to all these construction vehicles making noise on campus? Yes, lots of beeping. Okay, Sydney, thank you for the update. You're welcome, thank you. One of the many buildings funded by Measure M was the Harbor Student Housing Complex located on the OCC campus near Adams Avenue. The building was one of the first community college student residences in the state and is serving as a model for other schools interested in housing their students. But the harbor has faced its share of challenges, from the 2021 overdose deaths of two residents to crime and safety concerns and even issues with mold growing. 
but recently the harbor reported that the occupancy rate has reached 98%. What does this mean for the harbor and its future? For that answer, we turn to someone who has been covering the harbor longer than anyone, Coast Report Editor-in-Chief Kate Bent. Kate, welcome. Thank you. So this finally seems to be some good news for the harbor, right? 98% capacity sounds like a pretty good thing, is it? Yes, it's definitely good news for the harbor and OCC. We found that the college earned $1.6 million in gross revenue from the harbor during the 2021 to 2022 fiscal year due to these increased occupancy rates, primarily driven by increased enrollment from international students. Wow, so $1.6 million. That's not exactly pocket change. So is the college cashing in on the success? Not exactly. In fact, Rich Pagel told us that the college essentially broke even. That $1.6 million revenue went very quickly to the cost of beds for residential advisors, utilities, and campus support staff, including mental health center employees who assisted new residents with adjusting to on-campus living, especially in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. So wait, if the harbor is just breaking even, how is this good news for the college? The good news is that it's an improvement over the first year the harbor was open. During that period, the college had to put in $2.8 million to meet the maintenance costs and pay back some of the debt. And where is the debt coming from? This has to do with how the harbor was funded, correct? That's right. The college is technically a nonprofit, and student housing isn't intended to rake in any cash for the school. That said, the harbor was built with funding from private investors who purchased tax-exempt bonds. The college made a five-year guarantee to these investors to cover expenses and reimburse the lenders if the revenue of the harbor fell short. Ideally, the dorms would be profitable enough to meet these costs without help from the school. This was the first year that happened. So what does this mean for current residents? With an increased capacity, current residents told us that they feel like it seems more vibrant and lively at the harbor. OCC Director of Campus Housing, Jamie Cameraman, said that students are starting to connect by meeting in common spaces, and that's creating a unified atmosphere. So what's next for the harbor? OCC officials are hoping that increasing enrollment following the pandemic particularly that of international students, will keep the harbor as close to full as possible. It will be interesting to see how the expected leveling of the rental market will affect occupancy. We will continue to monitor your reporting. Thank you, Kate. Thanks. Before we go, we have one more item for you. This is not only the first episode of the podcast series, but it is the first podcast coming out of Coast Report's brand new audio lab, located in the Literature, Language, and Social Sciences building here at OCC. This lab and equipment was made possible by a donation to Coast Report from the Spectrum Corporation and the OCC Foundation. While it does not impact the editorial nature of our content, it's hard to make anything for free, so we want to thank them for their support. And yes, this podcast series is called Scuttlebutt. You heard it right. While it sounds like a silly pirate word, and it is, there is some actual history behind it. The original name of Coast Report, the student newspaper at Orange Coast College, was another silly pirate word, the barnacle. That was way back in 1948. Scuttlebutt was a runner-up in a contest to name the student newspaper, and we felt that it was appropriate as we prepared to celebrate 75 years of student journalism at OCC to name part of our future after a part of our past. And with that, thank you for listening to the first ever edition of Scuttlebutt. You can find this podcast and other upcoming podcasts from Coast Report on Spotify and soon on other podcast platforms. And for the latest news on all things Orange Coast College, 
follow Coast Report at coastreportonline.com and on our social media channels, including Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Coast Report. Our theme music was created by OCC music student Brian Dang. Scuttlebutt is a production of Coast Report, the student voice of Orange Coast College. For Samantha Griffin, I'm Liz Hanna, and thank you for listening to this edition of Scuttlebutt. Thank you.